Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the Corner Talks podcast. Today, I have my good friend, fellow videographer, Anthony Esguera. How are you, buddy? How's it going? Hey, I'm doing good, man. Yourself? Uh, thanks for having me on the podcast. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, for sure, man. I, I just have to compliment you on your background, uh, your room. It looks uh, pretty stellar. If you're watching it from YouTube, you'll see what I'm talking about. You got a Blue Jays jersey. Uh, yep. What is that, a vintage? Like back from the 90s? This is from, a, it's actually a holiday jersey. So like early 2000s, that kind oh, of okay, era. Cool. But I, I just love the, the color yeah, there. Yeah, and, the, the colors and are amazing. I, and then obviously the Hokusai wave there. Um, yeah, yeah. To get the vibes going on. <laughs> tell, me, tell me about that Hokusai, because I've seen that a lot. I used that as my wallpaper quite recently, yeah. like for my iPhone. What's, what's, so what's the I, background with that? So I, I, I used to work at uh, Uniqlo, uh, which is a Japanese company uh, in retail. I've always kind of like been interested in like the design, uh, design stuff of that um, yeah. in the fashion world. And now I work for another Japanese company. And so uh, this, I don't know, I just like the, the kind of aura that it kind of gives off just to be calm and everything. And this is kind of my calm space uh, at times. I mean, it's my everything space. It's my creative like war, war zone, but also I can bring back the calm. So a little bit of both there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, I remember reading something like it means best of luck or good luck, right? And, and all your endeavors and kind of exactly that tranquility, right? That sense of tranquility and calmness. It's so important to have that, uh, especially what we experienced uh, in this pandemic and what's going on. Uh, in the future, right? Um, just so many people uh, have experienced, have been affected in different ways. Um, how have yeah, you been definitely. coping? How have you been coping? Like things getting better for yourself? Yeah, I, I would say so. Um, yeah. I mean, it's still like things aren't back to to where it was before. Yeah. Um, I used to do a lot of like uh, travel stuff, or uh, I'd go to a different events and then I'd shoot for um, like I'd shoot like behind the scenes kind of stuff like uh, that nice. way. So that hasn't happened, um, and it hasn't just been just hasn't been a priority. Um, I'd love to go back into to more of that kind of world again, but uh, we'll see how things go. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. I'm glad you said it. Where people are getting all excited as they should, you know, thing light at the end of the tunnel, the vaccinations and restrictions lifting. But at the same time, there's something in the air, like it doesn't feel the same, right? And um, you know, uh, we we took advantage of a lot of things back uh, before the pandemic, right? We uh, yeah. we, we kind of took it for granted in a way. Um, it, you know, just having that liberty, that privilege to like, you know, go out and see your friends whenever you wanted to, or uh, like you said, go to go to an, uh, an event and uh, shoot BTS footage. Right? Yeah. Well, I had the I had the luxury of like, um, you know, going to school downtown um, with you at Ryerson. Yeah. yeah. Um, but also, like, I worked downtown for uh, you know majority of my career, and um, you know, in that kind of environment, you're you you have the ability to just go at, at a moment's notice, like, hey, let's go shoot something, let's go meet up. And, yeah. uh, and then like, you can kind of be creative on the spot, be spontaneous. And that's kind of how I like doing things. I, I'm, I've never worked in a studio. I've never worked, um, you know, like, like weddings or anything like that, that, right. that you had to kind of pre-plan in, in advance. Um, I'm kind of just like a, a hobbyist that likes to do film stuff. And usually yeah. I, I find that through like spontaneous moments. And, um, so that's kind of lacked, uh, during the pandemic, but I, I definitely think that, you know, the tunnels tunnel the, the light is is coming up um yeah. at the end of the tunnel and we'll see what, what happens from there well the important thing what, what i picked up from you, that that uh that comment you said is you you make time for yourself uh with the arts right like this hobby like you're not putting it to the side and uh, it's not like you haven't touched on it you still work but you're also uh trying your way to expand your creativity and really be in touch with um that imagination being downtown, especially you hit it right on. That's part of the reason why I always was an advocate about working downtown is it always keeps your mind stimulated. 
because there's so much going on. There's so much action. There's so many different characters too walking the streets. It, it inspired me uh, with a lot of material that I write, like feature length screenplays and things like that. Um, you know, the suburbs, it's a different vibe. It's a little bit too calm. Um, and if you don't leave your house or if you don't leave your street, you're not really going to be that inspired compared to the city. <laughs> so um, I can, I definitely commend you for that, for, for, you know, sticking it out and, and staying true to your, your vision, your creativity. Yeah. And I think you're, you're, uh, you're right about that in the sense that like, um, you know, there's the saying that like you are the average of the, the five people you hang out with the most. And yeah, uh, when I was downtown, I had the opportunity to expand that five to a lot of other people or um, yeah. resources like events and, uh, then and then that way I could uh, I could pick up a lot more things rather than just um, being at home and on my off time just like taking a nap or whatever like I could I could actually yeah. go out to events and learn new things that way and be curious um, just explore and and you know we're we don't have that same luxury uh, working from home yeah for sure and you know I'm, I'm glad you said that as well because the whole concept of you're the average of the five people you hang out with uh i never really it never really hit me until i was older uh, until i realized you know you gotta know who your friends are you gotta also uh be picky about that right like you can't be around people that you can be around people that are not in film or maybe creative but at the same time like you should also associate with people that are on your same wavelength right like you you're thinking the same um the same way and um I want to know from you, you say that you kind of dabbled with videography, you were able to, uh, you know, touch on your hobby. Why wasn't it uh, an option for you? Or do you see it as an option to go full time with your videography? Yeah, I think I'm so right now, uh, I'm still kind of fresh uh, in the sense of, you know, I, I graduated in 2019 is 2021. Now I'm still, um, you know, pursuing what I had pursued in university, which was this marketing path. And I'm now uh, in a product marketing role uh, over at Canon. So I work nice. um, closely, um, or I guess like at an offhand to um, a lot of the products, the lenses, cameras that we, uh, that we, that we launch and put out there. Um, so I think I've positioned myself in a, in a good place where I'm, I can still do a lot of my kind of business background, yeah. but I'm learning in the, in the background of, of, um, of a lot of different like new tech and uh and the product and, and how to shoot better and uh that stuff i kind of you know find the time for it on the weekends or in my evenings um and i and i um you know when the time is right i do think that um there's going to be a lot more content on that side and i think uh you know i don't want to just say it but I, I do have plans to um, leverage what i'm learning um to kind of build the structure for uh how i build my my YouTube and, and whatever other kind of media I want to take on later on. Yeah, for sure. And you, you, you said it right there, this, you have a sweet spot, as I call it, like the exactly what I, my intentions were, because I'm such a fanatic for film. Uh, a lot of the jobs, like when I worked at Warner Brothers or Entertainment One, it was that could be your day job, you're still in the industry, still working, like getting to, getting familiar um, with the business side, because uh, that's what we you and I both studied, right? Bachelor of Commerce. Um, but then when you go home or after hours, you're pursuing, you're scratching that creative itch. Um, so yeah, that's, that's really cool. And congratulations on getting that job at Canon. Um, Thanks. You, you started recently or, or you've been in it for a while? Yeah, just about a month ago, a month and a half. Oh, wow. That's amazing. So things and are how did you How did this come on your radar? Like, how did this come across? Um, I used to work at, like in kind of the startup innovation world. Um, I was uh, developing communities, bridging you know, the startup with the corporate world. And, um, you know, that that kind of like phased out as the pandemic kind of came along. Right. And 
um, this year, I, I just got fortunate. Honestly, it was just LinkedIn, like uh, keeping my keeping my networks like uh, warm, um, just making sure. Actually, in that in that time, I kind of tell myself I was like lost in the right direction in right. the sense that I knew the path that I that I that the next spot I wanted to go to was going to be more creative leaning um, and like give me uh, a chance to leverage something uh, more into the um, you know the creative hobbies that I do photography and videography and um, I just got lucky that um, this job came up I actually applied for for something else uh, and then they offered me this role which actually turned out to be better so that's that's kind of how, how things work on the on the hiring and recruiting part but um, just I, I think with the with whether it's like in in business side or um, on your creative and uh, like on your creative journey, you gotta make sure you're you're maintaining your relationships and people that you work with, yeah. and you never know when you can uh, tap them um, for um, just for like just for asking questions or asking for their feedback on stuff, um, yeah. asking like how would you navigate this part of your career, um, and that's kind of the stuff I've translated to um, you know my my business career. Yeah, it's so important to put yourself out there, right? And retain those those connections. They taught it. That's like business 101. They always tell us that. Yeah. Uh, that's something I never really, I'll be honest, took maybe as serious as I should have, um, especially when you're young, right? You you keep hearing networking, networking. But as you get older, you realize, wow, it's really who you know. Um, sometimes it's not even what you know. What you know can actually be learned on site, <laughs> especially in the film world, right? But just getting that foot in the door, um, it pays a lot to know uh, someone close to you or someone that could um, get you in that position. And I'm learning that every day, right? Um, when I do these podcasts or when I uh, go to networking events or when I collaborate with fellow colleagues, uh, they tell me all the time, like the importance of always putting yourself out there, always, um, you know, keeping in touch with those that can uh, offer you uh, something better. You know, yeah. a big thing my mother would always tell me growing up is hang out with people that are like you or better than you. And it makes so much more sense now. Like, obviously, they're not better than you as you're still equal, you're a human being, but better than you in the sense that they can make you realize your potential, make you realize um, some more possibilities in your career, um, give you tips and advice, like you said, on your direction, the direction um, of your career in the industry, because a lot of us feel lost at times. Um, and you just, you just mentioned that, right? You touched on that, where you were feeling lost in the right direction. I feel that often uh, more so recently because I guess I don't know if it's like post-pandemic kind of thing where uh, it's a different kind of structure but um, I know for a fact that you feel like that because it's you're early in the process right it's not like I've been doing this for like 10 years straight I've only been doing yeah. it consistently for two two years right so I have to give myself some leeway which is awesome already like to yeah know, to, to have been Thank able you. to commit to that um, but yeah one one caveat I would just say is that you know, when you do develop those relationships, it's always, um, it's always got to be like, have authenticity to it. Like you're yeah. genuinely curious. Of course. Um, you're not just like using people to use them. Yeah. It's like, um, you know, you, you kind of, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty much like, um, people can, can smell a BS. So you want to be yeah, able for to sure. Yeah. I mean, you deal with, I'm sure you don't, I, I don't know how many, uh, how deep in the industry you you've gotten, but like, cause I've dealt with the corporate world, but I've also dealt with, um, you know, more independent projects and you see like the people uh that that are like you said have good intentions that are genuinely curious about your work or, the, or you see people that are just in it for the connection or in it like what can i get out of you right um and that's what separates you from everyone else is you know what what do you what do you want in return right like 
for me, a big thing why I started this podcast is I want to gain value. I want to gain knowledge from people's journey, from people's struggles. Um, I want to teach myself. Uh, I want to kind of learn from their mistakes or maybe apply them uh, to my own, like maybe something that's worked for you that can benefit me. Um, and through that interaction, I have to say uh, a lot of people, a lot of guests um, have been really uh, supportive and really helpful, uh, I have to say, and I'm grateful for that, uh, you know, reaching out, staying in touch, you know, giving me tips on like what lenses or cameras to buy. Now that I know that you have uh, this product knowledge uh, for Canon, <laughs> yeah, definitely, uh, you know, keep you on my radar because I'm always overwhelmed with the specs. You shoot and, Canon? Well, I shoot Sony, actually. Okay. Um, I came but, from the Sony world too. <laughs> there you go. So I, can, I know you I know you did because I saw a post. So I brought up, I'm happy you brought it up because I saw a post of you posting like an alpha series, like a whole yep. bunch of boxes, right? So I said, this guy knows what's up. <laughs> and um, I'm always curious, right? Like, cause I'm sure you, there's people, what I learned about this business is everyone has a different talent. Everyone has a different expertise on certain things, right? Um, you might be more in the technical side, like understanding the specs. Someone else might be understanding like the logistics of how sets run. You know what I mean? Uh, and it's all about, like you said, keeping that network uh, strong keeping that network close together because it's a team collaborative effort. Um, if, if that's anything that the arts has taught us. Yeah. I, I can give you a story um, in the yeah, sense sure. like of how um, relationship building helped me. Like um, I think like for, for someone who's just a, like a hobbyist, I didn't go to school for, for any of this. Uh, I, right. I, again, like I don't, I don't really work on sets. I haven't really shadowed anyone per se. Um, but all I've been able to do is um, you know, like, there's this there's this um, actor in Toronto. His name is Simu Liu. Uh, he you know he's 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 pretty well known now. Um, he's um, starring in the upcoming movie Shang Chi. Yeah, I was I was uh, I met him like maybe three or four years back um, nice. back when he was just beginning with Kim's Convenience and uh, he was hosting an event, um, a small one, just a, a little night market here in Markham, and uh, I. I was just like, a, again, like a fan of, of the work that he did and the, the um, you know, the kind of um, the personality that he brings to the acting world. Uh, and just like he, he, you know, he pushes on a lot of like social issues and stuff like that. So I, I just like him as a as a person. Right. Uh, and when I saw him there, I offered to um, I actually I just took some photos. And I, this is this was just me just, um, you know, I just liked having my camera with me. I decided to take some photos. I shared it with him. And in that moment, I kind of provided something to him um, without any, without asking for anything in return. Uh, right. But it kind of, you know, I, I think that there's always, um, you know, there, with, a, with a lot of new people, they kind of like feel a sense of entitlement. Like, hey, I'm, I'm a good photographer here. Um, you know, just give me, give me work or whatever. Right. But for me, it was, um, you know, this is something free of value that, you know, I can show you that I'm kind of on your side. Like I'm, I'm just interested in what you do. Uh, and then from there, I kind of, um, I've built the relationship a little bit to, uh, to help him on other projects here in the city, like shoot at different events. And um, I just think that that's that instant uh, or that kind of story is, is not unique or unique to me. Um, but I wanted to, to highlight it as like my own personal kind of, um, you know, story of, of why, um, you know, being genuinely curious and, and just being a fan of other people's work really matters. Yeah, hundred percent. And that goes back to your point about being authentic, right? Like you could have gone in there and said, Oh, this guy like has a potential to be a good actor. Let me see if I can get something out of him. Cause if he makes it, he'll remember me. Like you could have that very malicious, uh, kind of, um, you know, cynical view, but instead you took it as, 
you know, you're benevolent about it. You're like, Hey, like this is a, an opportunistic moment, uh, you know, to create with someone that's also a creative, uh, I can gain value from it. I can enhance my skills and you're not expecting, expecting anything in return. Um, that's what I took from your story. Right. And that's why he remembered you. That's why he kept you around. Right. When, with these projects. And, um, I think that's a, a, a great point I should add, because, a lot of us, you know, creatives will, will get caught up in our own head, right? We want to, we want to make it, we want to, you know, get the best content possible. And we don't realize that, you know, people we're dealing with are human too. And how would you feel on the other end? If someone was coming to you saying, you know, what's your, can I, can I show you my portfolio? Uh, you know, work with me, whatever. If you're that aggressive, you should kind of ease into it, right? You should kind of say like, you know, Hey, if you ever need someone like for me, when I talk to people, as soon as they bring up videography or as soon as they bring up photography or, it sounds like uh, in their voice, they're, they're seeking, um, you know, someone to help them in, in a project. I'll always like throw it out there, right? It's kind of no pressure. It's not like, oh, you got to hire me. Like I know what to do unless I have a relationship with them, right? It's like I could throw that in there. But yeah, um, think- yeah for sure. It's always about throwing out your name and saying like, hey, if you ever need help, like let me know. Right. Yeah, that's exactly it. I, like, I think there's so many photographers out there. People always say like, you know, uh, it's saturated and whatnot. Um, photography, videography, anything kind of creative, like we've all, the, the world's kind of been democratized in that sense. Like anyone yeah. can be a creative. Um, so what you have to deal with is your service and like your, just your, um, how you build that relationship. And, um, and I think, I think that, that that's really important then to mention. Well, what I strongly believe in is, uh, cause you just said it right there. A lot of people, are creatives now, right? You go on Instagram, everyone's an influencer, everyone has a story to tell. But what it comes down to, and I'm a firm believer of this, is how unique is your voice, right? How unique is yeah. your eye, your vision? Because um, I see videos all the time, right? Some that, that discourage me um, because I say, oh my God, how do they get that shot? Um, you know, because I get, I, I fall into that category where you start comparing. But then it comes down to like, comparison is, is a thief of joy. You start to say to yourself, but what can you offer instead of looking at that person? It's like, what can you offer? Take, take their work as inspiration. Maybe it'll encourage you to do something else or expand your horizons, but what can you offer Daniel? That's different or Anthony, right? Instead of looking at other people's work as like comparison or, Oh my God, this market's saturated. Like everyone's a photographer. I'll never make it. What if you can bring something unique and different? And that's something that I actually had a conversation recently with this, my clothing line. I don't know if you've seen it, the 94 collection. So I want to, instead of doing photo shoots, right? Cause that's what everyone's doing. Typical photo shoots. I do dance video promos that I'm planning, right. As a marketing campaign. And that's just like my angle towards mar- marketing the streetwear apparel. You know what I mean? Like to change it up, to give someone, cause it helps me to uh, express my passion for videography and filmmaking, right. It helps me utilize those skills, but at the same time, it, it helps me to ultimately market uh, the brand, right. Market uh, what I'm, what I'm selling to people. So I think it's important to, to always come from a different angle. Uh, do you agree? Yeah, absolutely. Like uh, anyone can show off a portfolio, but once you kind of personalize it and give it some context for that uh, specific individual, then yeah, I think like that makes all the difference. That's what I love about this business, man, is that, uh, and I don't mean with condemnation, like I, I respect what everyone does, but I've always seen the arts as like Tarantino is a big fan of mine. And I always say to myself, like he, what he does only he can do. And there's a fascination for it because that's a unique talent. You know what I mean? Like he's a, he's a unique storyteller, like these, these jobs, like marketing, right? Like everyone, if you think about it, obviously they can, they can, you know, they have to have the right knowledge and the education, the training for it. But at the end of the day, like what you create on YouTube, aside from your job is only what Anthony can do. Not even what I can do. 
You get what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm with you there. And I, I think like, uh, you know, people talk about like finding your voice. And uh, I think, you know, it's, the, it's a culmination and combination of a lot of different factors in your life, like your different interests and, and how you can kind of uh, position it in a way that you can create a story. Right. So like for, for me, for example, um, you know, I thought, you know, uh, I mean, I, I knew I wasn't unique as a photographer, but coming right. into Canon now, it's like, I know I'm definitely not unique now. Uh, but I do have some, like I, you know, during the pandemic, I've uh, kind of dabbled in some, some other uh, interests as well. Like I do a lot of, um, you know, just for my active stuff, I do some biking uh, and nice. then I've, I'm interested in, um, you know, like the, the streetwear fashion and culture like that. Um, and also a little bit of, of watches recently as well. So um, in, in every of those kind of, um, you know, interests, I, I do, I adapt um, like my photography skills to, uh, to, you know, to be able to capture uh, my interest in that. So, um, you know, it's, so it's a crossover, a lot of different, uh, of a lot of different things. And uh, that can be, that's something that I want to reflect back onto my, uh, my YouTube page at some point. Yeah, and that's so I'm glad you brought that up again because uh, the YouTube channel, um, I follow, I've subscribed to you, and I've seen you, you know, put out some content, some videos. Um, but I want to now that I have you on the podcast, I've always wanted to know like what is the intention of this YouTube channel? What what are you going to be focusing on? Like what kind of content going forward? Yeah, so I think we like our one of our first conversations, like when I first met you, uh, we were discussing this earlier, like yeah, um, like around like I guess like third year or fourth year is when I was almost kind of forced to, um, to, to, to make my first video. Uh, I was applying for a marketing conference and they wanted something creative. And I didn't think that a photo really captured, um, you, know, um, you know, my personality or the, the things I wanted to, to convey in my application. Right. So I did it all on video and that was my first time. I knew nothing and um, the shots are probably you know, they're not cinematic or anything, but it was a story of me and why I thought I was a good fit for this event. Right. And that kind of, um, that kind of was a catalyst for me to, you know, experiment with different types of um, videography styles and, and, and filming styles. Um, and so, at, so, you know, for, you know, pre-pandemic and it was, it was a lot of um, kind of mentioning what I uh, like, similar to what I was saying earlier, like I, I was just capturing the moment in a lot of different events I was going to, or uh, just different lifestyle experiences, yeah. um, travel or photography adventures. Um, it was a bit of that. And I think now, uh, I think I, 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 I'm trying to find my voice, if you will, in, you know, now that I have some more of the product knowledge, uh, right. I kind of want to bring some of that up as well. Like what, um, you know, uh, maybe not, you know, like kind of a little bit of education, but also like pointing to, you know, how, like, why is my, like, like what gear do I use for a photography adventure? Why do I use it? Um, what do I like and dislike out of it? And I think I want to give a more holistic kind of view as to what happens when I go for a photo shoot. Well, that, yeah, that's, that's amazing for me. What I admire about you is that you diversify yourself. Um, it's not like you stick to, you're doing marketing, right? You're, you're doing the hobbies, but you're also traveling and that actually feeds into your creativity, correct? Like it inspires you to do more projects with the rest of the YouTube channel. One suggestion I could make is I feel like you have such an array of knowledge and such a strong background in the products. 
right? Like the lenses and the bodies. And now that you have this, um, you know, avenue with Canon, where you are you thinking of doing like a playlist, like a section of, you know, reviewing gear and things like that? Is that something that would interest you? Yeah, I think that's definitely part of where I'd want to go. Um, yeah. Things things still cost money, or if I or you know, once oh, course, I yeah. once I kind of develop the the right networks, uh, then maybe I can get some access to to some. I'm, I'm, yeah, gear I'm, buddy. But. Like you see it all the time on these YouTube, <laughs> but buddy, you see it all the time on these YouTube channels, and I'm saying like, how do they have the money? Like what? Do, and I'm saying, you know, maybe it's just having having that, like you said, that right connection. Because I'm sure you guys deal with the product on hand. Like you have to feel it, physically touch it, or there's demos. Um, and you get your hands on one of them and you just like, because, because you already have, uh, this, this passion for the, for the, the industry and, uh, you, you put it up on YouTube and I think a lot of people will benefit from, from that content, especially me. Cause I'm always looking for gear. I'm always looking for what to buy. Um, and I would love to hear your opinion cause I trust you. Right. And I'm sure there's actually, people that follow you. Yeah. Thank you for that. Um, I actually have, uh, a new product that I do want to review sometime soon. Nice. I'm just trying to figure out the way I want to do it. Um, trying to figure out like, I guess this is, this is another, uh, topic, but, um, like how can I leverage different platforms rather than just being a YouTuber, you know? Uh, so, you know, they're like, I'm switching from, from Sony to Canon. I think that's no surprise, um, with the line of work I'm going with <laughs> of now. Um, Conflict but, of interest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't think it mattered too much, but I, I just felt better and I do like the, the products that we carry. So it was a right time to, to Did make you have the alpha series, like the a seven three, any chance I had the a seven two and I, I've oh, sold okay. all, all that in the lens. Right, right, right. But, um, but to, if you want to know what, what Canon camera I, I moved to next, you'll see. What would you recommend for, yeah. What would you recommend for filmmaking? Um, not photography, like a filmmaking camera. Cause when I bought my a seven three, that's what they sold it me on. And a lot uh, of people for the Sony side, uh, I think a seven S series, I think it's the three or four coming up now. Um, that, that would be the, I mean, that's, that, that's a dedicated like video line. So what about uh, for Canon? Uh, for Canon, like a filmmaking camera, cinematic camera. See, I, I need to think about this more because I'm still too new. No <laughs> Putting you on the spot. It's all good, buddy. Yeah, but um, I've seen good things from the R5. Um, R5? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I had a I had a Canon, uh, my first uh, camera uh, piece of equipment was a uh, Rebel T5i. Um, yeah. It was a DSLR. Did the job, you know, that's how I started my first few YouTube videos. That's when we became acquainted. And um yeah, it, it uh, when I got it when I got into the mirrorless cameras and I started to understand Sony and what they could do. Um, not that I have anything against Canon because I know a lot of people use it. Um, just made that transition was a huge jump for me. And then I got myself a DJI gimbal, which oh, really, geez. yeah, which really because I was a very serious man like about these shots. It was always bothering me that I couldn't uh, pull off or emulate the shots that I see in in film, uh, yeah. like the movies I love, right? Obviously, you know, the, the production, I don't have the highest production budget. So you're obviously going to see some flaws here and there, but it does the job. Like the, the intention is there and that's what's important, right? If you're a director, like you don't want people to watch your film and say, what was he trying to do in the shot? Or what was he trying to pull off? You know yeah, what I, mean? I think that's very true. Um, but at the beginning, it's, it's actually a really fun experience to, to go through like, uh, you know, what, what exactly do I need? Like what gear do I need to, to, to pull off this shot? And I mean, you'll go through like a rabbit hole of like, of all the stuff you can oh, buy, but it, of yeah. course it's, it's always going to be, you know, about your creative vision and, and what you can pull off with what you have. And so, and I feel like um, respects to anyone who, who doesn't have the, yeah. all the gear, but makes, makes it happen. 
Yeah. And I feel like uh, it's a bit of a trial and error, right? Like you yeah. look like, like I remember buying a shotgun mic. Um, it was a lower end road, road mic and they had this buzzing noise and I just couldn't figure it out, but I was kind of cheap about it where I said, Oh, I don't want to pay more than a hundred. So I'll get it for 80 bucks. And I read, and I said, what's this buzzing noise? Like, I, I must be doing something wrong. So I look into it, whatever. And they do this review and they're basically saying, if you get this model, like the low end model, the $80 one that I have, unfortunately, there is going to be a little bit of a buzzing noise from time to time. (laughs) And it's kind of like, and that's where I learned my lesson, right? That's what I mean by trial and error is, you know, you, you become more advanced as you keep going, uh, you become more knowledgeable, but you also learn from your mistakes. A big thing for me is don't become cheap um, on things that you're trying to execute a certain vision. Like for example, sound, it's so important just as much as the story to be immaculate. And if you cheap out on, on sound, like, and you're trying to compensate it for something else, you'll, you'll lose in the end. Uh, I was on a short film, uh, directed a short film in June and I had to hire a sound guy, a dedicated sound guy, because if people can't hear the dialogue, if it's not coherent, the sound effects, the footsteps, all that, all those intricate details, you will tune out whether you want to support me or not. Like I could send you this video and you could say, Oh, he's a nice guy. Let me support him. But if it's like just buzzing noises and like echoing and you can't really pick out what the guy's saying in his first scene, you're going to turn it off. You're not going to stick it out. It matters a lot. Yeah. It matters a lot, man. It matters a lot. And that's like rule number one. I always remember that story and sound. Um, so anyway, that, that's something that I'm, I'm glad we're on the same page with, uh, with the equipment <laughs> and you're, you had a more, more lighthearted approach though, with, uh, with, with, uh, navigating the equipment trying to figure out like what, what works best for you. Me, it was more of an overwhelming thing. Um, uh, because I'm not, I don't see myself as technical. I've grown obviously, uh, as an artist, but I'm the kind of guy that wants to show up and just execute, you know what I mean? Like, like position the camera a certain way, but I learned a hard lesson is that until you get to that level, you have to kind of wear a lot of hats. You have to understand how everything functions. Right. Um, yeah. there's a lot of projects. I didn't have a DP. I had to act as a DP and a director, right. Uh, an editor getting into editing saved my life because editing, um, allows me to articulate my vision a certain way. Um, not that an editor couldn't do it justice. I'm sure there's m- many talented editors out there and I can't wait to work with them because there's pro- projects are, get, are only going to get more complex, but for the time being, uh, I think it's so important that you take control and you at least master, uh, what vision you're trying to uh, tell the audience, right? Because that's how, that's, what's got me the work I, I've got, I've received now because people have seen in my portfolio, right? That's awesome. Yeah. I think there, you know, there's you know, it's awesome that people kind of specialize. I, I have like a, um, you know, more of a running gun kind of setup and just trying to keep it like, you know, one setting. Um, but right. yeah, I do with what I do with what I've got. So, um, same here. You know, there's different hey, approaches. No, you, you just said running guy. I love that running gun. That's, that's what I always used to joke around with my buddies running gun, the one setting, right. Uh, I'm yeah. trying to dabble into different lenses, but, um, exactly that, right. Like the picture profile, it's usually always on the same one yeah. S log color corrected in post, right? I've changed it to help me out to make my time more efficient. Like I have different picture profiles. Uh, that's what it's intended for to switch it from time to time. But um, yeah, man, it's, it's all a learning curve. It's all, it's all how much you, you, you dedicate yourself on YouTube. Thank God for that platform. Just amazing, uh, talented people out there. I'm serious, man. Like they, they'll show you a clip and they'll say, you want it, you want this on your a seven three, this is what you do. <laughs> and then they, they go through the picture profile. They tell you gamma needs to be six. This needs to be zero. And I'm like, got it. <laughs> oh man, yeah, all the color science stuff, right? Yeah, some people are amazing with that. But that's what a, I mean by the technical. And that's what I mean by the technical side. I'm, hey, I'm still young. You never know if I might become that kind of guy where I'm reviewing. 
but <laughs> it helps to know that there's people out there that really like understand black level saturation. You know, I'm the kind of guy where it's like, I have this vision in my head or a picture like references and I want to match it as close as I can. Yeah. Right. Cause I'm more I of a storyteller. <laughs> yeah. I, I I'm with you on that. I'm, I'm more, uh, I kind of just stick with a color profile and then, uh, go with that the teal and orange <laughs> yeah there fails. you go right yeah yeah those are the best shots bro those are the best shots it catches the eye um but that's amazing man yeah the, the youtube channel sounds very promising can't wait to see more content keep doing those field trips those are a lot of fun you know you run around the city and you know interview people you've been doing that right or am i yeah a little bit a little bit of that okay. yeah, yeah a little yeah. bit of that um but it, it it's been primarily like events um kind of focused right. um or like when when I actually have a, uh, like a travel adventure to, to, you know, talk through that, you know, what, what, like my, um, behind the scenes of like what's going on in the day. I think, um, the future of it is really going to be more kind of, um, I guess like business focused, right? Like really making it about the end viewer. Um, I think like that's where people kind of succeed yeah. on YouTube. Like they answer a question or they're providing an actual value to, uh, to the viewer rather than um, rather than just making something for themselves. I, I think that's where I was before. I was just making things that, you know, I was interested in, but I think uh, the next level of YouTube or with any kind of platform is that you're, um, you're teaching someone something new or you're uh, showing them an experience that um, they wouldn't otherwise know of. And you're kind of framing it for something that they would be want to be searching for. And I think um, there, I, th I think like that's the next level of, of standing out on, on the different platforms. Um, yeah. So that's the kind of game I'm kind of going through now. Well, you got to provide substance. Um, that's a, that's a big thing. That's a thing I learned from a lot of uh, YouTube creators. And anytime you're, you're questioning, like as an artist, like what, what's the next step, what's the next direction you should take, uh, reflect back on the content that you consume or the content you enjoy. What are they doing? Right. That's different. What are they doing? Uh, that's something that you could uh, replicate as well. Like a big thing for me with my YouTube channel, um, you know, if you, if you subscribe to it, if you see it, it's, it's podcasts, but it's also my filmography my videography. And it's also vlogs, me talking about my experiences with film or my experiences with mental Trying. health or my, you know, just all these different things like the pandemic, you know, how is it, how it affected me, what to look forward to. And what I've learned is that people want to see different angles to you. People want to see a different side. People want to uh, explore who you are just as much as you want to explore who they are. Uh, you know, I was talking to a photographer the other day and he was explaining to me is he doesn't want to be seen as just a photographer. He wants to show other sides of his life. He wants to show the people he collaborates with, the exceptional, mm -hmm. talented people. And he took a lot of inspiration from my podcast, like what I was kind of approaching. And that's the whole point, right, of this podcast. That's the whole point of the, the YouTube channel as a whole, the social media, really, is to show people that you're not just one, you're not just uh, what you're labeled as. Like people don't see me as just a filmmaker. People see me as now a storyteller or people now see me as the guy who advocates uh, an advocate about mental health, let's say, right? Um, talk about the matters that are important to you and you will find your audience. And I think that you have that going for you, man. That's, that's really cool. Yeah, I think it's, it's going well for you too, so. Thanks. Um, we're, we're both keeping at it. And I think we're both like very early in our stages um, 100%. of, you know, our creative journey and figuring it out, you know, finding that voice or whatever. Um, you know, and, and I think uh, as, you know, as technology continues to evolve, we just kind of have to be at the forefront of innovation and uh, be able to, to leverage it to, 
you know, to mix it in with your storytelling and, and like, how can you best utilize whatever's out there to your advantage? Yeah. You have to make it work for you. Right. And this conversation is anyone who's listening, right. Who's in film, who's an artist, uh, whatever have you, uh, this should be an example that people are on their own path. People are on a different trajectory. Like you and I, we both share our passion for film and videography, but you're, you know, pro- you're in product marketing at Canon, right? You're doing that, but you're also doing the YouTube channel on the side. And then you have me that's like, I flipped it where I, I wanted to go full-time in this videography and see what's going on. But it doesn't mean that we're not toward, going towards the same mission or the same goal, the objective. Uh, and that is our passion. That is happiness, right? So uh, really nice talking with you, man. Like a lot of uh, great insights. Um, I'm, I'm glad uh, you're, you're just like thriving, really as a creative and, you know, you're learning more about the angle. I, I'm so, I'm excited for you with the Canon, the product marketing. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, I, I really am, man. Cause that's, that's a huge angle. It's like when I got a marketing job at uh, entertainment one, I, I learned the, the business side, right? Like how the, how these films, these million dollar films are, are, are sold to the public. Um, yeah. You, you see it from a different angle. Now you're seeing like the equipment, like what you're dealing with, like what goes into it, what you should look out for. And you're able to now weed out. You don't need a YouTube channel. You can weed out like what's going to work for you um, as a content creator. As, as you go forward. Yeah, I'm excited to, you know, work on the relationships with, uh, you know, our team, but also the ambassadors, yeah. um, all those people and, you know, learn more about the product. I need to do a lot of, of learning because just because like, did you know that we sell binoculars? And uh, <laughs> yeah, see, there you go. Right. I, I didn't know. So there's a whole wide range. And you got to treat it with the same see. respect as those camera lenses, right? Like that, <laughs> those binoculars, I bet you they're like, you know, the bread and butter too. So uh, yeah, there's lots of yeah, no. product side, relationship side, but uh, you know, putting everything together and uh, hopefully, you know, I, I'm, in, I'm in the right spot. I just got to make it work for myself and find that lane. But yeah, yeah thanks again for having me uh, for your, your podcast. I'm excited to, you know, just be catching up with you and like getting, uh, getting some FaceTime and see what you're up to. Yeah, hundred percent, man. I plan to have you back on the podcast again, <laughs> um, you know, just documenting your journey, seeing what you're up to, especially with the YouTube channel, like picking up. Um, I'm always like I, like, I come across, that's why I mentioned the field trips. I remember in the pandemic, I came across a couple of videos, and I, I, I remembered our friendship at Ryerson and, and the conversations we used to have about, again, the arts and, and, and videography, filmmaking, things like that. And then I saw a reason post with the alpha series, the lenses and the bodies. And I was like, wow, this guy, like he's in it. He, he knows what he's doing. Like he, he's still, cause, cause you haven't talked to certain people in a while, right? We haven't, we don't, we still like have a respect for each other, but we don't keep, keep in touch as much. Right. Uh, cause we have our own lives, but you never know if people kind of drift off, right? Like, what if I came to you and I said, oh, like, I'm a history teacher now. It's like, oh, okay. Like, I remember when he was in film, but now he's a history teacher, right? But it's yeah. just so, it, you know what I mean? Isn't it so really, uh, such a relief to know that people are still pursuing uh, what, what they kind of set their sights on? Yeah, no no 180s here, just onwards and upwards. Onwards and upwards, man. And and yeah, life ebbs and flows, but uh, you just got to stick with it for sure. I do want to mention the one thing because you uh, uh, caught me by surprise. You said... You graduated in 2019. Did you switch programs? Yeah. So I, I, I mean, because I graduated in 2016, and yeah, like I, I swear you were the same year, or similar. So I was on year. track for 2017. Oh, okay. Um, but right. when we had met, I was actually in the law program, so I was, uh, I was. Oh, on that's law, right. Law yeah, path. yeah. Okay, makes sense. Um, but then, long, long story short, I, I found that I really liked marketing. I did some brand marketing work uh and i just decided to in my last year which wasn't fair, the the smartest idea but uh, i made the switch into marketing wow. at that point but uh haven't turned back since and i think it's nice. been the right decision 
Yeah, for sure, man. I'm glad you stuck and you, you took that risk. A lot of people would be too afraid, right? A lot of people would say, probably even me, I probably say, nah, you know what? Like I just did this four years. I'm done. I don't want to go back to school. Uh, but you had that bravery, that courage to, to stick it out. And it, there's nothing wrong with, you know, expanding your mind, right? Like always constantly be learning. Uh, you learn the law side, but then you also, and so those courses, those credits were able to transfer over and you're able to complete some of them in two years. I wish there were more, but some of them. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Right. Oh my God. Don't even get me started on the education system. (laughs) Professionally, remember the professionally related, I mean, the uh, liberal studies, those, those could have been absent. (laughs) You just, uh, just, just show up for the exam and you're good. (laughs) Yeah. Show for the exam. You're good. Yeah. Anthony and I definitely have some stories. Uh, it was a riot. But we enjoyed it, being in the city, right? Dead in the city, hard in the city. That was my favorite um, part, man, just being down there. Yeah, the no, people, it was it was all, amazing. All the yeah. life that was happening, you know? All walks of life, man. And like you said, it was a great opportunity to, to stick to uh, your true passion, your true hobby, right? And that is uh, videography. So really cool having you on. Thank you again, Anthony, uh, for coming on the podcast. Thank you again, everybody else, for listening. And uh, yeah, we'll talk soon, man.